Welcome to Life-Giving Water Messages, where I expound upon the Word of God and, through the internet, deliver it to you. My name is Reverend Todd Laddick, and today I am bringing to you uh, the beginning of Lent, which is Ash Wednesday, so I'm bringing to you a message entitled Self-Examination for Ash Wednesday, based off of Psalm chapter 51, verses 1 through 17. So let us dive into the Word today. Have mercy on me, O God, because of your unfailing love. Because of your great compassion, blot out the stain of my sins. Wash me clean from my guilt. Purify me from my sin. For I recognize my rebellion. It haunts me day and night. Against you and you alone have I sinned. I've done evil. I've done what is evil in your sight. You will be proved right in what you say, and your judgment against me is just. For I was born a sinner. Yes, from the moment my mother conceived me. But you desire honesty from the womb, teaching me wisdom even there. Purify me from my sins, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Oh, give me back my joy again. You have broken me. Now let me rejoice. Don't keep looking at my sins. Remove the stain of my guilt. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a loyal spirit within me. Do not banish me from your presence, and don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and make me willing to obey you. Then I will teach your ways to rebels, and they will return to you. Forgive me for shedding blood, O God who saves, then I will joyfully sing of your forgiveness. Unseal my lips, O Lord, that my mouth may praise you. You do not desire a sacrifice, or I would offer one. You do not want a burnt offering. The sacrifice you desire is a broken spirit. You will not reject a broken and repentant heart, O God. Amen. If we want to grow in our relationship with God, it is important to be honest both with God and with ourselves about where we are in our own lives. Like David wrote in verse 6 of his psalm, But you desire honesty from the womb, teaching me wisdom even there. In verse 7 and 9, David wrote, Purify me from my sins, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Don't keep looking at my sins. Remove the stain of my guilt. In other words, as we grapple with our struggles, shortcomings, weaknesses, and failures, in short, as we struggle with our and grapple with our sin, we can accept the forgiveness God offers and make changes to grow in faithfulness and joy. 
which David expressed in verse 8 and verses 10 through 12 when he wrote, Oh, give me back my joy again. You have broken me. Now let me rejoice. Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a loyal spirit within me. Do not banish me from your presence and don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy, the joy of your salvation. And make me willing to obey you. Now first, David shows us some important aspects of self-examination. It's easy to fall into one of two extremes, either denying any wrongdoing or avoiding thinking about it, or over-criticizing ourselves, punishing ourselves, and ending up with a low self-esteem. Let me say that again. It is easy to fall into one of two extremes. We're either denying any wrongdoing and and avoiding thinking about it, or over-criticizing ourselves, punishing ourselves, and ending up with a low self-esteem. Consider, David does neither of those things. Rather, he is honest about his sin and brings it to God in confession. Against you and you alone, O Lord, have I sinned. David is honest about his sin and brings it to God in confession, knowing that God is steadfast in love and abundant in mercy. As he proclaims in Psalm 51 verse 1. The second thing that needs to be noted is that David asked for forgiveness. In verse 7 of the New Revised Standard Version, David wrote, Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Now, hyssop was a plant used for sprinkling liquids to purify. You would dip the hyssop branch into liquid, and you would sprinkle it on whoever you were purifying or whatever you were purifying. The word translated as purge literally means unsin. So David was asking for his sin to be undone, which is why the New Living Translation rendered it to purify me from my sins and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. But it is not just about forgiveness, about not being guilty or avoiding punishment. Self-examination and repentance are starting points for transformation and growth. Let me say that again. Self-examination and repentance are starting points for transformation and growth in holiness and joy, or in theological words, 
sanctification. Finally, David knows that he needs God's help to change and prays for a clean heart, a new and right spirit, a willingness to keep going and to gain wisdom. Wisdom. Oh, if we could only pray for wisdom every day. Oh, if we could avoid rushing to judgment and thinking we know it all. Oh, if we could seek wisdom as much as we seek knowledge. But these are not things we can give ourselves. And it is not a one-time change. The practice of self-examination can help us see where we need to be asking for God's continued help. In conclusion, my friends, this is what the season of Lent is all about. Self-examination. Honestly, though, self-examination should not be limited to a mere 40-day season once a year. Rather, self-examination is a year-long, lifelong practice that Christians must, must commit themselves to. It is a vital spiritual discipline or practice that leads us to growing closer to God. No less than any other of the spiritual disciplines, such as prayer, Bible study, giving, fasting, worship, and serving others. It is a vital spiritual discipline self-examination is. And it leads us to grow closer to God. Let us utilize Lent, starting today, as a time for us to grow, as a time for us to grow in self-examination, as well as the other disciplines that draw us closer to God. Amen? Amen. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we just thank you and praise you for this, uh, this encouraging and uplifting, but also challenging message. We know that uh, we can't do this without you. So this Ash Wednesday, Lord, while, some, while most of us probably don't have access to ashes and we're not gathering in churches because of the pandemic, uh, we can still turn our hearts to you. We can still remember that from dust we came and to dust we will return, and it is by your grace that we have been redeemed and saved from death eternal. Let us turn once again to you, Lord, and put the praise in the right place. We pray these things in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior. Amen. 
Well, friends, thank you for tuning in to this message for Ash Wednesday. I hope that it has added meaning and uh, inspiration to your life. I also hope that it has challenged you. Remember to check out the episode notes. Um, in there, you'll find links uh, to to uh, our online giving for First United Methodist Church of Newton. That's the community I serve. And certainly, if, um, if this is your main place for spiritual f- filling and uh and uh nourishment then i would invite you to uh check out those links and to give as the holy spirit calls you uh if this is supplemental and you attend another church then by all means um give to them as they need it as much as we do but remember um uh this this ministry is free it's for anyone to listen to and to grow from and so um you know, uh, any any support or help you can you can give is great because though the ministry is free, certainly it does not it's not free for us to, to for me to run it, uh, and so I do this out of the uh, the the uh, calling that God has put on my heart, and I'm glad to do so. But in all things, friends, remember remember that you are richly blessed, so that you may be a blessing to others. Go in peace.